When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and tales of Tamriel. I am Lotus of Doom, back from my missing in action last week, uh, and I've apparently seized power and taken taken away uh, Ark. Ark is now not with us <laughs> this time. We're going to just be shuffling the four of us, apparently, on repeat, so... Who will be here next week? It'll be a surprise. <laughs> Maybe just Promethean and Pixie. <laughs> but um, did you really seize power? I, well, no, actually. And if you're here for the live stream, you're very aware that I have not seized power because there's a horrific Elmiri Dominion background um, and it's ruining everything. So <laughs> we, uh, we got that going for us because for some reason I foolishly let Pixie host the video portion mistakes were made <laughs> i mean i feel like it works really well i like it well i mean if you've never listened to the show before and this is your first episode uh i would be lotus of doom and my co-host for this evening would be hyper pixie the lover <sighs> Repre- of yeah rep rep representing the help mary dominion <laughs> strong, strong <laughs> and proud here <laughs> Um, so this, well, I mean, for me, it's been a few weeks for you. It's just been a week, um, which you're going to be a little more up to date on things. Few things have happened in the past week. Um, but before we get into any of that, we have a Patreon shout out. Oh God, this is going to be going to attempt to not totally butcher your name. However, Robert or... Zymergi? I'm going to go with that. Zymergi? I think so. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Hopefully that wasn't the worst pronunciation of your tag ever. Thank you so much for being a Patreon of the show. It's much appreciated. And I guess from that note, we don't really have behind the scenes this week, except for what I kind of mentioned, where Ark is... um, well, he's, he's falling asleep. He has a lot of real-life stuff that he's dealing with. Um, and it's just uh, me and Pixie this week. So there's your very brief behind-the-scenes update. Well, quick oh, reminder that yeah. no, the show is no longer PG. We might say a bad word or two. So earmuffs yeah. for the kids. 
Right. We're not going to go out of our way to be like an after dark show, but <laughs> and Ark <laughs> yeah. has done some creative editing with some of my slip ups. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, I'll just try to keep it not super Boston when I talk as best I can, but. You'll hear some more unedited stuff than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think the last show was just PG-13. There wasn't anything yeah, that... crazy, so it's not like rated R podcast all of a sudden. Right. It's right, just, right. if we have a particularly struggle bus week, something might slip out. And poor Ark actually spent <laughs> so long editing. Scrubbing before. through the show to find where we slip up. <laughs> <laughs> So this is yeah. to make it easier on him, and also, as Ark puts it, to allow Lotus to unleash his inner Bostonian. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll make the, uh, I don't know, the, the switch from podcast to when people ever see me stream less shocking for people. <laughs> <because> <laughs> I've gotten several notes of people being like, wow, this is real different from when you talk on Tales. I was like, yeah, this is how I normally talk. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I guess that's good catch. That's uh, something just worth noting. Um, again, I would say it's probably going to go more in the PG-13 range as opposed to like specific. Or, uh, we're not aiming. And, you know, we never aim to offend is the point. Right. It's just kind of less less editing involved. And, you know, the community at large to Elder Scrolls. I mean, it is a mature rated game and so are the other in the series. So, you know, it is... It's not exactly a clean game to begin with, um, so I guess it might just be more fitting to the atmosphere. Uh, ba, ba, ba. All right, so I guess on that note, we can actually go into Elder Scrolls news. Um, do you want to... I don't know, do you want to cover... Actually, you know what? You you know more about the Somerset event than I think I do. Um, I looked up some of it. You skimmed through, I think, more of it. Um, so also my favorite event right now, that's, I figured why pull the opportunity away from you to talk about (laughs) the thing you love the most Somerset and all your horrible, horrible high elf celebrations. (laughs) Um, the only thing I figured I would mention before we get into that, which is probably the biggest piece of news would be if you have not logged in, um, there is currently a crown store bundle gift that ESO has decided to provide to all of us, which we didn't have to do anything for it. It was just an appreciation gift. Very cool of them, personally. I came out of left field. There was no hype for it. It was just, hey, here's a thank you for being our community. And it's not... Like, it's not just all cheap junk either. Like, it's just like, oh, here's some stuff we didn't design. You get, like, a dragon pet. You get the Mace of Molag Ball. Um, I guess it'd be like a weapon skin, so to speak. You can over uh, overwrite, like, your mace weapon or one-handed weapons with it. Uh, it's got crown experience scrolls. It's got soul gems. It has three outfit change tokens. Um feel like there was something else oh 10 crown repair kits which is going to save you a bunch of cash when you break yeah. all your shit oh well sorry right. that didn't take too long um whoever just bet on lotus because i saw some bets in chat yeah well okay lotus congratulations wins. if you bet on me what, what are we six minutes into the show all right oh cool there's <laughs> um 
yeah, so very cool stuff. It's free. Just log in and claim it. Um, it'll kind of prompt you with it when you log in, but it'll it'll be right in the Crown Store. So grab yours. It's available, I want to say, until I think the 27th. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Ugh. Does it say the exact work. date? Yeah, I'm seeing if it says an exact date. I believe it was the 27th, but I just don't want to. Blah, 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 blah. Until oh, it's 30th. Yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, so grab your free gift. Um, doesn't need to do anything for it. It's just kind of there for you. Um, the other thing, I guess, maybe still worth noting because I, I know that some people were getting concerned that it didn't work. If you, this is way back now, if you had signed up for their newsletter so that you could get uh, the little flamey dwarven pet, those codes are still going out. <laughs> So if you haven't gotten one yet, uh, I guess more codes incoming. So don't panic just yet. Uh, I guess those things are still somehow being distributed to people. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for all of the free gifts we get. And now we can go into the event that disgusts me with the background and all the stuff. <laughs> it's perfect with the background. I timed it very well, I feel. Sure. <laughs> we're celebrating uh, Somerset's anniversary and it's going to run from july 23rd until tuesday august 4th at 10 a.m eastern and during this period you can earn bonus rewards such as a new event specific style which is the snowhawk mage style which is nice for your wintry travels in skyrim if the nordic wintry clothes were just a bit too naughty for you and you just want to bring the high elves to the cold lands so they can also rule there as well in their um, natural conquest ways. And also there's a new Indric where they're introducing the Moss Heart Indric, which has a really, it's a really pretty deep green color. And I mean, it's moss colored. And I'm actually really wanting this one for my warden. Um, you'll get your tickets by the first Delve, World Boss, Abyssal Geyser, or Cloud Rest Trial Quest you complete each day. And you'll get three event tickets per day. So those are pretty easy to get. Just do your daily thing and you're good to go. And the Im Impresario will have a whole bunch of stuff in stock throughout the Somerset Celebration, including, of course, the Endric stuff. Um, the group repair kits are returning and then a lot of Somerset furnishings, including the really pretty mirrors and everything, the Alinor mirrors, um, the, the Sigic lighting globe, uh, Alinor desk. It's going to be a good time to decorate your Alinor Crest townhouse with matching items because I know how, how many Old Mary Dominion fans love that house. I know I'm <laughs> going to be decorating mine with it. Um... Then, let me see if I'm missing anything. I think, oh, so, here we go. The resource nodes are going to have bigger drops. I think, I'm thinking double. I'm trying to skim this while reading. I'm bad at this compared to you guys, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to come right out and say it. But yeah, so there's no double experience from what I remember the first time I read it. So no double experience, but you are, you are going to get... More stuff out of the resource no no nodes, safe boxes, Sigic portals, and all that good stuff. And you're going to get get those pages dropping as well. And it is a really cool looking style. 
Yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for the event. It's just like the other um, celebration events, only minus the bonus experience. I guess it's because we were having a conversation about this in my Discord the other day. Um, there's so many of these now that <laughs> if they had the experience, everybody would be leveled just immediately. So, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is what it is. We're... S- uh, we've been frozen at CP for over a year at this point. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess if they're going to just keep giving double XP, it's either to level skills, level alts, or just get everybody onto equal footing so that if they ever give <laughs> us more CP, pretty much 810 is where you start since everybody's at 810 at this point, it seems not like. Me, but yes. Oh my God. Wait, are you not at 810? Well, considering I jump platforms so many times. No, I'm, I'm- like seven something oh my god really i had no idea i just naturally assumed you're at 810 nope i so i only have really i'm not able to start playing because of my family and everything until after 8 p.m and then i have to go to bed by 11 so well, i only have a few hours a night and then animal crossing came that so and i have a bunch of alts that aren't 50 so that's huh that's that's very interesting yeah was, uh bob jinsky posted in the uh <laughs> the chat that he's part of the 1300 club i believe i'm 1302 or something like that cp has long since been meaningless to me so, so i was cp 350 whenever i switched from xbox and okay. cp like 430 whenever i switched from playstation and now i'm cp 7 something i should have realistically gotten there by now but i keep making alts that i sure just abandoned shortly after and I think that's the problem. Yeah. My alcoholism. I mean, you you still are able to tie You're over. I mean, you're over. There's the 300 chunk where you're allowed, like not allowed into queuing for vet DLCs. But then like beyond 600, the, the changes are freakishly negligible. Right. <laughs> so at that point, it's like and you accomplish plenty of stuff. You know, you did the Fang Layer Challenger achievements, which to note, by the way, scale caller. I didn't do fang. Sorry, yeah, that's right. You were you were looking to do fang layer, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, scale caller. So something to note, which I love that recently a lot of people have been confused because we have the same problem. We were saying trifecta, but we didn't mean all three at the same time. We meant three individually, like each of the three in any combination of the situation. Um, I've heard that the easiest way to refer to it is the trifecta or the challenger achievements, right? So, yeah, like, there you go. That's, that's, once I I was like, oh, I like that. That, That's very easy to work with. I'm honestly glad I'm not the only one who was confused, because that made me feel a whole lot less (laughs) dumb whenever I got corrected. And then you guys said you had the same confusion. Oh, yeah. Well, because until Scalecaller, I mean, until the Dragon Bones one with Scalecaller and Fang Lair, there was no trifecta achievement. They were just individuals. Then they added like Mountain God, and I don't remember what the uh, Fang Lair one's called. Where it was like, okay, do all three at once. It was like, oh, that's new. So then it became like that was also where they added you can't skip ads. You have to kill all the ads for it to count because of things where you could sneak past eighty percent of everything and ruin some Mazatun <laughs> and just you don't know, fight it. Um, so that that was just it. So it's like now having a differentiation and, and 
that is kind of good because some of the new dungeons, not the ones on PTS, but um, what is it? Ice Reach and Unhallowed Grave. It's a different title for the trifecta. There's there's like one thing for doing veteran. Then there's nothing for doing them all the three. But there is a reward for do, doing the trifecta. So it's like there's so many versions of everything. It's like I can't keep all this straight. Like, <laughs> Listen, I just go in and I heal the people and sometimes kill some stuff while I'm doing it. And that's just what I do. And if I get a title, great. Otherwise, I just feel like I get bragging rights, which is all I'm really after. Yeah, and that my thing is, it's like if I can do each. To be fair, if I can do the hard mode, great. If I can, if I can do the thing fast, better. If I if I can have done it without anybody in my group dying, great, perfect. Beyond that, it's like uh, be. I mean, it is what it is. It's like that's very impressive, but when it involves everybody not screwing up, that can be tough because then you don't want to blame anybody party but it's like oh man if you have one death it's like man it's real hard not to blame you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah the no death the no death is very very frustrating and then like it totally kills part of my dungeon rotation thing that i have is one of my ulties as a necro healer is the necro res because it's especially useful during ridiculous hard modes because then as long as i'm the last person alive we're still good if i have ulti everybody's back up but uh, I, that's useless to me. So then I guess I select Colossus. But I think last time I did a, a no death, I just left it on. Because it's like, eh, I don't, I don't want to mess with my stuff. And I figured I'd just leave Panacea and just spam that when needed. But yep. yeah, it, it was. it's disappointing whenever you can't use all of your necromancer abilities. Like, this is the whole point of my class. Mm-hmm. I like to be able to bring them back very quickly. That's whatever I feel the most useful. <laughs> it's so great whenever everybody's like, oh, that was a clutch res, and then we're back in the game and we beat it. And it just makes me feel like I helped out a little bit. Whatever, I have people who shall not be named, who... Um, Say that healers aren't necessarily needed for. Who would all of say the that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's just like a power trip thing for me. Whenever we have deaths, and I can just undo those deaths. Well, very quickly. On on the flip side, um, and I, I guess, I guess the show is you know able to have what we'd normally call it, and I, I actually have never been able to say the joke uh of what we call it but do you use the um goliath the uh whatever the flesh goliath thing ultimate for the necromancer trials yeah okay that is clutch and it's funny because that's what our healers uh almost exclusively exclusively use when we run a healer and (laughs) Again, since the show is unedited, I can actually say what we do call it. And it's a shout out to my Trials Guild, the APF, where everybody just yells big shit and you send that thing out and everybody does insane damage really, really fast. It lets you burn through mechanics real quick. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we've actually I've been still running with the Lore Seekers progression team. Mm-hmm. Being able, we have a couple necros who, who I've, obviously myself, that's the only class I have that I'm that comfortable with. And yep. there's a couple other DPS who run a necromancer as well. And we, 
uh, use Hodor reflexes to keep track of whose um, Colossus is ready, and we just keep yep. that on a rotation and keep that uptime as high as we can get it, and it just boosts our DPS it's so much. So much it's damage. <laughs> it's so much damage. It's incredible. It, it's yeah. amazing. I love it so much. We've noticed a huge difference with our group, and so I'm I'm getting used to running with it instead of the necro res. And I do feel especially helpless when people are down though. Because like, I want to help you. Because <laughs> I want to help really you and do. I can't. <laughs> but then I just cast one of my abilities on their bodies, and so at least their dead corpse goes to good use before someone eventually brings them back or we wipe. Mm-hmm. Extra healing. Um, see, I think that's the gist of everything. Uh, other than the PTS is still going on. Things are changing. Um, this one has been a little less... <laughs> Bless you. I'm not sure if it's people are just quieter for a change, which I can't see being the case with the way the internet is specifically recently, but it just seems that the outrage over patch notes and PTS stuff isn't nearly as aggressive this time for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if that means that people aren't too bothered by things, if if people just don't care that much about the changes this time, but um, they didn't do anything too drastic, although they, it seems like they've shifted some stuff around. So, you know, I don't play on PTS, so it's kind of just waiting to see what it shakes out as because, uh, you know, the PTS is just that. It's a test server, so it kind of changes sometimes from week to week. So I... Um, I don't know. I know they're switching up some DPS-based stuff. Uh, it's it's already changed, but one of my most recent things that I found out about, I believe it was the Graymore patch that changed, and I love it, is Tremor Scale is now just a straight-up tanking set, which is amazing, because I love the animation for Tremor Scale, and I used to use it way back in the day. Anybody who's been around since Veteran Ranks knows about the viper sting black rose and uh tremor scale meta in pvp which everybody hated and everybody was angry all the time well i never deleted my gold tremor scale pieces so it's basically like extra like penetration on stuff so and it does it every time you um puncture which surprise that's like 50 percent of your job <laughs> uh as the tank so big fan of that change, but that wasn't, you know, PTS. That was the previous patch, but I just love it so much. And I haven't been on it since finding out about it. So I did hear last night, I, I've had a crazy week, so I haven't actually read them all myself, but I did hear last night that Olarime is getting a pretty heavy nerf. So I'm actually going to start farming spell power gear and switch over to that once the new patches, if they don't change it, if they, no. I mean, if they, if they leave it as it is or where it's just not as good as it is right now. I'll switch over to spell power cure. I have a tendency to overheal anyway, so spell power sure. cure is gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's nothing I'm gonna throw a fit about. I did hear they're they're nerfing Hollow Fang a little bit too, which is the other set I run. Yeah, um, I might just mm -hmm. leave that one 
because uh, I don't really know what to replace it with. Maybe the new Winter's Respite or Hades or something. I don't even know. Sure, to be I, I really don't enough. But I, I might really just like Hall of Fame. Me too. And not not for me, but for yeah, my healer. Like if the, if somebody's running like a healer or a variant of a healer, it's like oh, I love Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I was talking with Cash about it last night, and he's like. Yeah, it's getting a nerf, but there's nothing that really replaces it, and I love it when healers run, 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 I can't talk tonight. Words are tough. Podcast night, of course, the words just don't work. Yep. Um, he's like, I love it when healers run Holofang. I was like, I guess I'll just leave Holofang and just pretend that it didn't change then, and just put on earmuffs and yep. keep on going. <laughs> well, that's like some of the Mundus stones are changing, but then Divines is getting a boost, so in some situations they're like, well, yeah, you just keep Divines and you just can shift a few things. It's like, okay. It was like... It doesn't... It doesn't seem like, at the current moment, there's massive overall shifts um, with too many things, at least completely gutting things and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be curious to see when it finally launches what we get as a end result from PTS. Yeah, me too. And it, I know that we've started working, and I'll get to this more in detail during the tales portion, but uh, started working on Vet Cloud Rest, and now I don't really have to worry about perfected Olo. I'm probably going to try to get it anyway, just to hold on to it. In case yeah. It changes again. Right. But it's not something that I have to like stress out over or anything. It's just, okay, this is nice to have because spell power here is super easy to get and I can run that one all day long to, to get that stuff. So that's kind um, of nice, especially yeah. for newer healers because you can get in on normal level 45 at that dungeon and be good to go. And that's not one of the harder DLC dungeons. So right. I know that was the first like good healer set I ran. It was before, um, Cloud Rest was even a thing, so I ran Spell Power here even a little bit after Cloud Rest came into the game because I didn't have the opportunity to run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm used to using that set. I used it back on PlayStation and before that on Xbox. So I used that for a really long time. And then ever since I switched to PC, I've been running Olo. And so it'll be kind of cool to go back to the one that I used to use because it is really useful for people like me who are chronically overheal people. Yeah, I one of the other ones that I actually totally forgot about um is that that I am kind of sad about is the harmony uh jewelry trait is getting nerfed. It's getting nerfed because surprise surprise it's a PVP thing that they're nerfing um cuz the <laughs> graveyard necro bombs are pretty off the chain with how much damage you can do um the side effect of course is that i like having i mean i don't know if i'm gonna change it i probably won't it might just it'll probably just be less effective but i um i actually put harmony on my when i use uh the roar of alkosh set because that set procs based on you using synergies and harmony makes synergies more effective so i'm like well this set doesn't proc unless i'm using synergies and this trait makes synergies better i was like this is just like meant to be so i always run that on my three pieces and i think i probably still will but it makes me sad that that will be less effective because i'm just starting to see if i can get a group for cloud rest plus three vet um 
And I'm not going to lie, I want all the help I can get in that place. So. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I guess it's kind of the same way I feel about Hollow Fang, is I'm not really going to swap it out for anything, most likely, but it's like, mm -hmm. darn, that's suddenly not as good as it was. <laughs> right, it's just like, oh, the thing I use is just slightly less effective. I mean, it's not butchered, right. but it's like, oh, cool, it just is slightly worse than it was before. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, really, it's it's overall not a big deal. It's still going to be fine. Hollow Fang's still fun. Um, mm -hmm. Spell Power Cure is really fun, too, so it's not a big deal for me to have to go back and farm that. So I'm not upset with the PTS changes. It doesn't sound like anybody else is either, because like you said, nobody's yelling on Twitter yet. So Right. Yeah, and I, I've heard the forums aren't completely engulfed in flames either, which is all around very shocking. Gina's having an easy week, then. Yep. <laughs> Probably a nice change for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's pretty much the news stuff. Um, like I said, wasn't a ton. So I suppose, since there's only two of us, uh, granted, I have a bunch because I haven't been around for a while, but Pixie, do you want to regale us with some tales? Sure. So we mentioned uh, Cloudrust a couple times, and I went in there on vet with the Lore Seekers for the first time. Uh, it went really, really well. So the first boss, we were doing plus zero, so we just wanted to kind of see how everybody was going to do. It was a lot of our first times in there. I know it was my first time in there, and there were several others who had just never been in there. I've done it a million times on normal, so mm -hmm. I know the basis for the mechanics, but it changes a little bit. For example, I was the kite healer, and uh, so for the mini bosses, I needed to make sure that the the guy would jump to me and step to the group. So I had to just keep myself as far away from mission, our main tank, as possible, or off tank, whichever one tanks the dude and not the bird. Um, so I just had to make sure to stay opposite mission, we were good to go. Uh, but for a while there, I was a little bit too close, and he was still jumping into group. So trying to not let that happen and just make sure I was paying attention to positioning and just not moving because I'm a very twitchy healer. So <laughs> going through all of those bosses without moving too much and also moving in the group whenever I need a hug for the roaring flare mechanic and just situational awareness, basically. Um so getting used to all of that and then completely flipping that on its head whenever it came to the final boss where I'm running with things and kiting things and getting the orbs and doing a lot more. So it was really fun. It was a nice little change of pace at the end whenever I got to kind of start doing things and running around getting the spears and all of that. We were running two tanks. I was also told there's a three tank method in there. Um, where if there's... Uh, yes, I've... I, I've... I've never had a successful three tank method. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I've only I've ever had two way. work. Yeah. Well, I was told if you have three tanks, that the healer, the kite healer's job is to run around and get all the shards and send those down. But I was basically getting the ones that were close enough to me to where the guy would still jump to me. And mm -hmm. I wasn't just having to run all the way across the thing. Yep. Um, and then just calling out the locations of the rest of them because I was positioned pretty well to see most of them. Mm -hmm. When I was able to, there was another add-on that would let me know whenever they would spawn so I knew what to look for, which is super helpful. Um, otherwise, I would have been completely oblivious most of the time. I'm going to be completely honest. Props to console players. <laughs> um, once again, you guys... You have it rough over there sometimes. 
you guys have some real skill to be able to pay attention. <laughs> I, I have to say it. Um, but yeah, so it went really well. We had a little bit of a shaky start with the first boss, just kind of trying to get into the groove of things. So we did run out of time before we completed it, but I think we're going to stomp it next time because after that first boss went down, it was pretty quick from there. Mm-hmm. Um, also last night I ended up, um, so with the lore seekers, we have two groups, the Friday night group and the Sunday night group. And I'm part of the Sunday night group. Uh, Friday night needed a healer fill and I wasn't up to anything. So I volunteered and we ran into uh, VSO and it was a nice little fun run. It took a while because we needed to fill. We were missing a couple of people. There was actually a little mini lore seekers meetup. So we were down a couple of people and needed a couple of fills. So we got a really late start on that, but we had a blast in there. There on the first boss, we ran into some bad luck because the kiters who were off to the right side got dragged down in the portal and then oh that's rough <laughs> yeah they got dragged down the portal and then the spear dropped right on top of me and then right on top of like two of our dps and so it was just like constant resins trying to get me out of the thing so that was a wipe but there were a couple times when unfortunate things like that would just happen to us but it was still that anytime i'm running with that group i'm having a blast so that was really fun too um the other day, I actually, so I had mentioned that I've been doing kind of laid back stuff in game more often just because real life has been stressful. And so I, it was nice to do relaxing stuff in game. Well, I, I randomly started feeling better and I was like, you know what? I just want to pug random vets and see what happens. Because usually every time I do that, it throws me right into Lair of Marcelock or just something <laughs> stupid. The game was very nice to me and I got like I dark shades. Oh, well, they, I just like, like, I'm feeling better. Let's do something that will raise my blood pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your immediate thought. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I was like, I would like a challenge tonight. Let's just pug things that we probably shouldn't be pugging. And usually, Moon Hunter Keep, Lair of Marsalock, like the really hard ones is what I get thrown into. Nope. This time it was Dark Shade 2, Wayrest 2. And there was another really easy one that I that we just blew through. I was like, wow, that was actually significantly more relaxing than I was expecting it. <laughs> so I think that was just the game's way of saying, I'm sorry we scared you so bad last time. Please pug random vets more. We promise we won't do that to you until we feel like your blood pressure is still appropriate. And then we'll throw you into Moon Hunter Keep again. <laughs> but... So yeah, that pretty much sums up my week. Other than that, I've been pretty busy with real life stuff and Animal Crossing. So, oh, and har the there was this game, it was a Harvest Moon game that was remade under the Story of Seasons title. So that was distracting also. I, I got my farmer on. I and got my farmer on. Nice. <laughs> I have grown so many turnips. I'm making myself <laughs> rich off of turnips. I bought a cow using turnip money. It was fantastic. So I'm... Huh. I've been doing that in my spare time also. So but just a weird phrase. I bought my cow using turnip money. <laughs> Some turnips turnips are a thing in both Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing. I know. If my different reasons. For any not Fallout or Elder Scrolls stuff on my timeline or people's festive pets, it's usually people yelling about turnip prices. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Well, turnips and harvest moon, it's like the first thing, a lot of times you're given some for free. And it's because they are the fastest to grow, so they're the easiest way to get yourself some money right off the bat so you can buy some animals, which are like better recurring money sources every single day. So you plant a whole bunch of turnips, and then instead of moving on to like cabbages or something, I just have been planting an ungodly amount of turnips <laughs> just because it's quick money. But yeah, I have derailed into Farmerland. I would like to, I think it would be fun since I'm I, in many games now, I'm kind of obsessive with turnips to actually grow turnips in real life, just to bring that right into. Do you like, I okay, this is, man, this is tangenty even for us, but do you like turnips? Like I've never eaten a turnip. I don't like them very much. I've had them before. I don't know. It's kind of like a bitter root vegetable. I, I wasn't a big fan. I, I, I'm not. I don't like the aftertaste of them. I've been I uh, told that they're like a potato combined with a carrot. Yeah, it it it's sort of kind of. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a, not a huge fan of turnips. Not really my thing. <laughs> Maybe I should try a turnip, like a store bought turnip, to see if I even like them. Yeah. And spend all turnip. this time farming them and then just make one. You're like, these are the worst. <laughs> so I'll buy them on a on a low turnip day, and then I'll sell high whenever I grow them myself. And then I profit. I can buy a cow then. <laughs> and then you can buy a cow and <laughs> get milk, and then you can make ice cream, and then it can make up for the tragedy of the turnips. See? Exactly. See? It all works out. It out. <laughs> but yeah, that was my week. It was it was actually really really fun and. Doing the random pug dungeons and doing VCR for the first time, it has kind of reignited my desire to go in and do stupid things, like running the new dungeons blind whenever they come out. Um, oh man, I'm so ready for that. <laughs> me too. I have heard stories of these dungeons. <laughs> I spoke with Madigan, who ran them on the PTS, and so to give a little bit of background... Madigan is the one, one of the DPS who ran with me whenever I was trying Vetler of Marsalock hard mode, where the dragon's hitbox was just massive. And so it, using my range interrupt on Celine just was not working very well. And I was just getting very mad that night. 107 deaths from me in Vetler of Marsalock hard mode before <laughs> Maddie had to go to bed because he had just gotten off of like a 24 hour stream or a 15 hour stream or something <laughs> for charity. I kept that poor man up all night after he stayed up forever. And he told me that Vet Stonethorn Hard Mode. No, the other one. Vet Stone Garden Hard Mode is makes Lair of Marsalock Hard Mode look easy. Which makes me nervous, to say the least. I... Well, I guess you know what? Uh, we can go with off that point of Marcelox because speaking of Lair of Marcelox, that goes <laughs> right perfect into yeah, one of the, and it's never a perfect segue unless you point out how perfect that perfect segue is. So make a note, Ark. Take a timestamp. <laughs> um, perfect segue incoming at set time. Um, I actually was trying to work on the last couple of um, 
dungeon in a similar vein to what Ark's been doing with the Untaunted, uh, I realized that even though I had cleared a lot of stuff and most of the hard modes and all that stuff, there were a bunch of them that I did not have the um, challenger achievements on. So I was like, okay, maybe as I'm trying to, you know, grind out more achievements for my never-ending quest of more achievements, more achievements, um, I was like, well, what can I polish off in terms of grabbing some of these, uh, you know, challenger slash if we can manage to do all three of them at once trifectas you know see what we can do here and i'm i'm down to there are now well at the start of the week there were three that i did not have the challengers on now there are two the only two i don't have is i have nothing not a thing out of frost vault and i generally don't talk too much about frost vault because i like to say i try to not just focus on the negative which is Frost Vault. Um, <laughs> and last time I ran Frost Vault during a stream, uh, everybody got to note the ridiculous way of how that dungeon works. I, now, I know that it's much better, but if there's a way that dungeon will bug out, I will find it. Uh, the last time I ran it, it, it's, uh, it forgot to spawn one of the bosses in the middle of the boss fight. Um, so that one actually helped because it made it easier <laughs> but it just contributes to how busted that dungeon is for me specifically um and the other one is uh moongrave fane i don't have the no death or the speed run uh or the hard mode in that one i've actually i just tried that hard mode for the first time we got it down to i think it was like 20 ish percent and then we ran out of time we had to go so it was like ah we'll come back and finish this but not getting into those ones, Layer of Marcelock, I realized I did not have that. And I remember people saying that it was really complicated. I remember your story of horror with the, <laughs> <laughs> with the deaths and such. Um, so I've cleared it a couple times just on straight vet. And I remember one group once was like, hey, let's do this on vet hard mode. And I was like, sure, whatever. And I remember them, like, we were trying to figure out what was going on. And we started realizing, like, oh, okay, so it's going to, you've got to figure out which person is not seeing the right pad. And, you know, not not ripping on anybody, but one of our teammates, just that concept was lost to them. They were just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And after about 40 minutes, they were just like, okay, <laughs> like, we can't progress if they don't understand it. And like, I'm not going to just sit here and yell at them because they're not getting it. Like you can't. So we just, we took a knee and we're like, all right, we're, we're good here. We'll just beat it on regular vet. Um, but this Thursday, I think it was, uh, I went in with, um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Celeste reborg and Neo. I know, I, I know a couple of you listen to the show. So, Hey, um, yeah, we went in and we figured we would give this a solid shot. One of, you know, a couple of them actually really like that dungeon and enjoy that hard mode. So they're like, no, no, we can totally do this. No big deal. So we go in and we breeze through the dungeon without too, too much issue. And we managed to beat the hard mode in five pulls, um, which I was like, holy crap, that was really straightforward 
Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, feel I know. Stupid. I stupid. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't because uh, let me put it this way: something about this dungeon with this specific group of us just clicks. <laughs> because we did that, and I was like, okay, well, let's get my speed run and no death, and I'll have my guardian of the green title. We did both of them at once. We just went through to follow up. We nuke it. It seems they were saying that it's it's really hard to do. We got it in one try, so maybe it was just they were experienced with it, but we we blew through it. Got the speed run, got the no death. But then one of the people in group was like, okay, well, I did it on the this character piecemeal can i actually get the hard mode on my actual character so that i can get guardian of the green on my real character rather than i've got speed run and no death now but i don't have the hard mode on this character so we're like sure let's run it again why not this was a piece of cake we went through and did no death and hard mode together but missed the speed (laughs) and i was like no (laughs) so we actually almost we got both halves of the whatever the wrath of the nature's wrath or whatever the trifecta is but we just didn't do all of them at the same time we got two different sets of them but we never did it all at once which is super frustrating but now i'm really determined to get the trifecta on that one because for whatever reason we have that one like nailed down right now and i'd like to kind of ride that wave and clear that one because that dungeon is not easy (laughs) i have a Um, question about it actually sure so i mentioned that the hitbox on the dragon was so large that whenever i would try to range interrupt celine it would just hit the dragon and be completely useless and everyone would just die because celine's just really angry (laughs) yes how so did you guys just run up and bash her or how did you guys target her if so okay so from our situation is we had, I can just tell you even what we had for a setup just for this run. Both of our damage dealers were Stamplars. I'm obviously my DK tank. And I believe Celeste is a Magplar healer. Uh, she, I don't think she's a warden. I'm pretty sure she's a Magplar healer. I'm pretty sure she hits range. Yes. Oh, also to that note in chat, we had a healer for this run. Uh, we we did not 3D. Granted, I don't know exactly what the DPS is on our healer, but she's like a middle tier DPS <laughs> while being a healer. So that definitely helps. Um, but she would do the range to interrupt most of the time. Um. And if Celine was anywhere near me, I would just spin and bash, uh, like, really, really quick. Um, but that was literally a matter of placement convenience. It wasn't ever intentional. Um, but we didn't have any specific pattern other than, like, kind of trying to watch for it. And we have run a lot of stuff together, and I don't know. It, it, once we got going in that one, that. They they do some, I mean, it's not completely, like, broken DPS, but I've got a video I actually wanted to post just to show the benefit of them. You know the, uh, like, that cansoid tree thing that can, I mean, when it first launched, that was, like, the, the pug killer to start it with. killed before me about you... 60 times. Okay, so in one drop, like, so you grab the seed, 
you drop its shield, you do damage. In one shield drop, we get it down to about 36% health. So that fight is all of like a minute and 45 seconds long with this wow. group. So that's kind of, that's like, yeah, they're, they're very, very coordinated with like, it's why I, I, I like running with them where we can like time stuff well, but, um, they, we just have like a, a good flow more so than even with other dungeons, just with that one. But that dungeon is fun, but it can also, I mean, that dungeon is not easy. Even if you're, somebody's good at the dungeon, if somebody tries to tell you the dungeon is, you know, easy it's like well i mean comparatively that doesn't really seem true there's a lot going on but um yeah i have pretty high hopes that we'll be able to actually get all three of those at once um because that'd be kind of a neat one to conquer yeah um so it's been so long since i've been on the show as we had the fourth of july and (laughs) and then last week i was away at the beach i uh didn't actually get to talk about the fact that Midyear Mayhem was still going the last time I was on the show. <laughs> and since he's in chat, I figured I would at least give uh, my tip of the cap to Bob Chichinsky, who totally destroyed me in our gentleman's bet of I can earn more AP than you uh, <laughs> because I could not earn more AP than Bob Chichinsky. Um, I also learned some very interesting things about low pop counts and the loser bonus in Cyrodiil where you get um, where you get bonus AP on top of double AP which was a thing I kind of just never realized was in the game but at the end of Meteor Mayhem I racked up 9.5 million AP um, which was pretty solid I got myself to rank 40 and change which is pretty cool um, which that's only 10 levels to 50 the sad part is that means I'm halfway to 50 if you look at the experience or the AP gain needed because it takes 32 million to get to uh, level 40 and it takes 60 just shy of 65 million to get to 50. So I'm 10 levels away and I have half the amount of AP that's needed, which is absolute crushing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much AP I could die. <laughs> I think um, I might have 200,000 AP. <laughs> I've been selling it off, buying people stuff from the Golden or whatever. Um, and actually, yeah, as brought up in chat, that with the with the modifiers, that was the highest I ever saw was uh, if you have the loser buff and low population count, you could be getting like 10,000 AP for flipping a resource, oh, which wow. is just ridiculous like don't get me wrong that's really cool and stuff but that's that's kind of nonsense <laughs> like that modifier is so huge uh, but yeah I, I loved this one it seemed like people I mean I'm sure there was plenty of griefing going on but it seemed less aggressive on the everybody picking on PVEers this time in my experience which was kind of nice because that's not really what I like about it and with the event closing, um, Greyhost, which is a server I play in, it's the the, the big one, the 30-day campaign. Uh, the Ebonheart Pack totally won on PS4, so we got that going for us. Enjoy that. Well, 
like that. Yeah. I don't know who won on PC, to be honest with you. But I I do know on Tales of Tamriel, Queen Irene is displayed prominently here. (laughs) Well, she's just accepting imminent demise is what I'll assume that means. Um, And (laughs) I won't tolerate other opinions. (laughs) Um, Well, maybe you should have hosted the show. I really, yep, really dropped the ball on that one. Although I appreciate (laughs) at least we've got so many packed axes in chat. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, another thing, which is kind of funny, uh, because I did it. Well, my guild was going to run it anyways. But this dates back to when Ark was talking about his first run of uh, Vet Helra Citadel hard mode (laughs) and how he was turned into a doormat by uh, the (laughs) warrior. (laughs) And I mentioned to him, Instead of standing there blocking it, you back up. <laughs> well, that is correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did want to give Ark a little more credit than he was given in that episode. I didn't think so. I hadn't run that in forever. So I did run it um, the, the following like day or something like that. The warrior actually does move a little bit when he's doing thousand cuts. Like he's not like warp speed, but he he's not totally stationary. For some reason, I remembered him not moving. It's that he moves slowly. So just just to correct that and give Ark a little bit of credit that like you can't just casually saunter back. You gotta you gotta move back or move to the side. Uh, yeah yeah, as I say, like, like it's been saying in chat, like three steps. Yeah. It, he does. He moves at least a little bit. I said he doesn't move at all, so I just wanted to <laughs> I wanted to at least just correct that. Um, but on on, <laughs> on that note, that was possibly the most fun Hellra Citadel run that I ever had, period, let alone the hard mode. Um, I hadn't done that hard mode that many times, but for whatever reason, and I did find the reason, um, my internet decided, hell no, you're not going to have a smooth time tonight that night, which is never good for going into a trial. <laughs> um, four of us DC'd going into Hellrath Citadel, which was a pretty much a red flag right out the gate, like, uh-oh, something's not right. Um, one person crashed four times and gave up. We needed to actually replace them with somebody from the bench because they physically couldn't get in the trial. Oh, no. Um, and then we decided to chisel our way through despite all that stuff. It's laggy as hell. Like it, it, we're, we're encountering all sorts of bugs and stuff like that, which is weird because Hellra said it'll generally isn't that bad. Um, and there's an achievement for blowing Warhorn up on the, the cliff. I don't know what the deal is, but that achievement will not unlock for me no matter how many no. times I do it. Um, and it still doesn't. I don't know. I I've, I think I've probably done it six or seven times. I've never gotten it to trigger. Um, I don't know what the deal is with it, but whatever. So it's no big deal. So we continue on into the hall. Um, I'm pretty sure Frost, the other tank, uh, he's a lore seeker, was running with me, and he was off tanking. <laughs> so I'm thinking this is totally fine. No big deal. We're... St- lag or lag or not we're we're cruising through totally fine and we get into the room and i dc and i'm like oh god so i reboot back up and we get back to the room and we activate hard mode and we 
prep for the fight, and you've done the hard mode, right, Pixie? Yeah. So okay, so you know how you have to get him to throw um, the thing for statues yeah. to like shatter them. Yeah, you have everybody in a line. Uh, yes, exactly. So the problem was I was trying to line that up and instead of being able to throw the shield in a straight line, have you ever gotten the situation where if, if you're at all laggy and you're standing on something flat, but it seems like you're almost on a hill, so you slide a little bit? No. <laughs> no? Okay. So it's almost like my character couldn't stand in place properly. Because I kept, like, kind of gliding off-center, almost like I was pressed against something. And it w <laughs> when Oh, apparently it's known as the Ice Bug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know it had a specific name. <laughs> so I was trying to line up the statues properly. And wherever I would stand, I would gently, like, glide. And he would throw the shield... And it would not hit two statues. It would, like, hit one and, like, peg a teammate or something like that, um, which was which was very, very awkward. Um, so I DC'd again during that. Oh, no. <laughs> and I came back. And at this point, we're pretty amused by it. So people are just doing whatever while we're grouping for stuff. And... Um, I try a couple more times and like one of them I'm sprinting and I'm almost to the statue where I want to line up and I'm just sprinting in place. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, by the way, frames are scene missing. And I'm like overshot the thing. So I'm like way past where I want to be. And I'm like, Oh no. And he'll like chuck the thing and totally misses everything I'm looking at. So we end up with gargoyles. So it's a mess. And I was like, all right, we're just going to cut our losses. Frost, can you please, for the love of God, main tank? Because I cannot direct this. Um, so he takes over for main tanking. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I will off tank all the trash to him. Because even if I lag, I'm not trying to line things up and dodge a thousand cuts at the same time. So it was working pretty well. Um, except... We missed his enrage phase by 1%. Oh, no. Meaning he got enraged and spawns all of the statues at the same time. Just like all of them in the room go live. Go live. Oh, no. Which is usually what it does to, to wipe you. Except between our healers and me and Frost timing our magma shells, we kept resing people back up. And the DPS was good DPS. I, I It was just because of the confusion of trying to line the things up. We kept getting way more crap than we needed to do. So we actually fought the entire fight enraged for the, less, the rest of the thing. Wow. <laughs> Which was ridiculous because the frame rate was in the toilet while you're trying to fight. I don't know. It was like however many there are in there. It's got to be like 20 statues plus the boss. So, and then whatever gargoyles are floating around. But it was hilarious just how much crap was in the way. Um, and, you know, so what, once we whittled that down, there were a lot of people who were new to hard mode. So, like, I, I actually think f only four might have been three. I think four people had cleared the hard mode. So eight people were new to it. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and 
then we're trying to explain like when they he knocks the roof off and then you've got the meteor phase <laughs> but everybody's so wound up from the fact that we just had to fight like 20 odd statues and gargoyles <laughs> and we're like oh oh god block 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 so meteors come in and they just obliterate people so we just throw on magma shells and start picking people up and it was the longest, most convoluted disaster run I've ever seen. Uh, there were several points where people just straight hard froze and were like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And then they'd just be somewhere else and totally dead. Like, Oh, wow. <laughs> but it took us two hours to complete it. And it was one of the most fu fun trials I've like ever been in. Like glitches aside, it was so funny. Um, everybody had like a really good time with it. We ended up clearing it in the end anyways. So that's like really cool for everybody who needed it and um basically the way that i figure i can end my tales as well as <laughs> end that story was while i was saying good job everybody i hard crashed again <laughs> i oh was God. like this is just not meant to be <laughs> that's amazing yeah i, but I love was, that that's how it ended yeah well that was the thing because i was like out of all the things to end this i can't even say good job people without crashing <laughs> so i was like rip <laughs> it was yeah it, it was it was very it was very fun i hadn't run that hard mode in forever that hard mode is it's really funny sanctum Ophidia, i think is by far the hardest craglorn trial given the three that hard mode uh, for Hellrot is way more complicated than I remember the last time I ran it compared to like Ethereum Archive or um, Sanctum's hard mode. It was just like uh, Sanctum's is almost exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, there's there's almost it's like, oh, here's World Shaper. Whoop, that's it. Oh, and actually, Kiz apparently did Sanctum of Video hard mode today. Congrats. So he knows what we're talking about. Yeah, that's that's. that's that is one of the most traumatizing ones if you ever lag um, and your main tank. I guess you could have somebody else yell it out, but usually you... When people are DPSing, you obviously kind of have to focus on, on your rotation and not getting blown up. And there is a mechanic in hard mode Sanctum of Video called World Shaper where it just lifts up that orb and then, like, <laughs> you chuck it. Well, that is apparently hard to see when you're DPSing for the most part. So I I would be the one in our trials who would count, you know, I'd count down three, two, one world shaper and it would go airborne. And I might have told this story before where I lagged at one of one one of the trials <laughs> <laughs> and I was like world shaper in. Wait, I think my game froze. And then I came back and the boss was missing a million health. And I was like, three, two, one. And <laughs> everybody was like, wait, what? And it nuked like half of the party. <laughs> Oh, I was no. like, yeah, sorry about that. I was like, two seconds of my life was missing, so I had to kind of guess. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah, I was going to say, that was always one of my favorite moments from Sanctum was me attempting to actually save it, and I most certainly did not. But, yeah. Um, honestly, that was pretty much the extent of my last couple of weeks because so much of it was me just grinding in PvP like a lunatic, so... I'll be curious. I don't know. I'll I'll probably mess around and see if I can get some outfit pages or something like that from the new event. But I don't know. I'm kind of glad that I'm not harvesting anything specific off this event because I still love antiquity so much. It's like a problem. 
I have been meaning to get more into them because I know I'm going to love it. I know I love it so far. It's just trying to find the time to do it has just been really difficult for me lately. Sure. It's also time consuming to level up. I mean, it, I feel bad if people don't like it because I have seen some people like, oh, my God, this is such a grind. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it kind of is <laughs> um, if you don't enjoy it, because like right. it, when I finally hit rank 10, I was like, wow, I wasn't rank 10 for this. And actually, you know what? Before we like kind of close things out should let's briefly discuss the um the timer on antiquity leads you know about this yes yeah yeah the 30-day timer that you can't actually see you just have to kind of hope you do it fast enough that's so lame um they at least like if they're gonna have a count if they're gonna have a timer they need to show us the timer so that way i know how stressed out i need to be i would prefer there be no timer because like I just mentioned, I don't have time to run these very often, and trying to get these rare leads again is going to suck. When it's, because a lot of these, I'm just not high enough level to do yet, because again, aforementioned yes. time issue. And so by the time I get leveled enough, they're going to be gone, and that's going to suck. Right. Um, so I actually, um, I think it was Lore Seekers uh, put out a uh, question, uh, you know, asking about it or something like that and i you know i sent them what i i think about it and i don't begrudge them for having a marketing thing because i think the objective is since anyone can see the leads Mm -hmm. uh whether you have graymore or not it's a not so subtle but kind of subtle nudge like hey there's a 30-day timer on this maybe you should get Graymore so that it doesn't expire. Like, wink, wink. Because otherwise, why even let people see them if you don't have the ability to do them? And if you didn't have a timer, you could backlog them for an entire year till, assumedly, it will become part of ESO Plus next year. And then you could just have a huge backlog of as many as you want. I assume that would be the reason for it because I can't honestly think of a different reason for it. Not that I have a huge issue with that necessarily, but my problem is if we have Graymore, can we just not have a timer? Like mainly for leveling up. It, it That's the problem. Past that initial thing, that's where the problem is. If you ever have a restriction you're essentially forced to grind to 10 and then you can take it at whatever pace you want because it's like, well, okay, you have 30 days, but you can do it whenever you want. If you get one, get say you get a, a, a ultimate lead day one. So you're level one. You need to grind from one to 10 in 30 days or you lose that. So it's that initial thing that should not be there after that. It's not such a big deal. But man, that initial thing adds like this very peculiar. Um, I don't know. It, it adds this really unneeded level of tension. I feel to something that I find super relaxing and it kind of has replaced fishing for me. Is like I want to listen to music and not really do anything that requires full attention. I do antiquities now, where I used to do fishing. Right. It's weird that there's this like hovering overtone of like oh man better do it quick (laughs) like 
So I, I don't, I, I hope they fix that or remove it or something um, going forward because it's the only thing about antiquities I personally don't like. Yeah, that would be really nice if they got rid of it because I, I really hate it too. I, I haven't really heard of anybody who actually likes it. I think it's just kind of a net negative for players. Uh, yeah. And it's good for their marketing, but I like your solution, which is once you buy Grey War, get rid of the timer. That's, I was going to say, use it for marketing. And then it's like, okay, well, it just checks the box. It's like, well, you own it. Okay. No need to further pressure you to buy the thing that you already bought. Like, right. Again, that's assuming that's the thing. I cannot really come up with a reason why they would let you acquire leads if that wasn't the reason and you don't know. Like, I don't see what would be the purpose other than trying to entice you. So it's just like, I assume that's the reason. Right. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, it's the only thing I don't like about the system, so I really, really like that fixed. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But um, I guess on that note, um, is there anything else that you feel is worth mentioning? Not that I can think of. No? Yeah, I don't think there is for me either. It wasn't like a super huge news week. Um, yeah. I, I was going to say, this was an actual, reasonable-sized show. I, I don't... I, I get... Ark, Ark loves elves. I, I it just... Because I feel like we didn't say it during this episode. That seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> I feel uh, like it was looming in the background just a bit. Right. Oh, you know what? Last thing I, I can say before we sign off, to anybody who's wondered why I haven't had uh, any arena streams, it's... I've been super busy with whatever. Um, I got a copy of the strategy guide. Oh my God. Elder Scrolls Arena, uh, which I am really excited about. (laughs) And yeah, I was going to say, Kiz is mentioning it came with something else, which I'm proud to say that I'll be able to add to the UESP and I get to, put on the fancy hat of I contributed to the USB uh, or UESP because I can use letters. Um, There is this, the load screen is actually a a physical mouse pad for anybody who's watching the live version. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's in like basically mint condition. it is really cool. It is such a weird collector's item. <laughs> and um, I'm really, really pleased that I managed to get my hands on it. Um, yes, to people in chat, it is extremely rare. No, I will not talk about how much I <laughs> had to pay for these. Did you kill um, someone? I it probably, it probably would have been cheaper uh, <laughs> to, yeah, to do that. You the Black Sacrament, and then you're good to go. Yeah, because um, the codex alone is incredibly rare. Um, and then that mouse pad is, like, the rarest. <laughs> but I, with, with that nonsense being added in, uh, I'm really hoping that I'll be able to get on a better stream schedule again. The problem is, during the summer and it being so nice out, I do a lot of stuff outside, so having time to spend inside doing stuff hasn't gone as well for me. But as I mentioned to a couple people, I'm actually, in a sick, twisted way, misplaying that game. Uh, 
I miss I, watching you play that game. I was well, actually going to ask you after the show whenever it wasn't like as much like pressure where yeah, yeah, no, waiting um, for a response. Hopefully very soon is the answer because also, like I had mentioned the, right after the last time I played and tragically failed, I got that thing because everybody had, you know, or, or there had been some people who showed me Try using Passwall, and since you're too stupid to cast spells yourself, uh, you just got to get it on an item. And I was like, perfect. I don't know where that is. And I was shown exactly where a, a version of it was. And um, I actually think it was in the Somerset Islands or something like that. I uh, I have it. I've, I've got it. So I haven't played since then because I said I, I would let people watch the tragedy as it unfolds. So... I haven't done much since then, so I will find out if that actually amounts to anything, and hopefully that will be somewhat soon, because I would like to stream and finish that so that I can hopefully move on to another game at some point in my life. And then I think of the fact that I think I have three pieces of the Staff of Chaos, and there's friggin' eight of them. (laughs) So I don't think I'm that far in the game. (laughs) I got that going for me. Oh, man. And I, I feel like I know I'm nervous for you to see if this passwall thing's going to work. Oh, my God. If the passwall thing doesn't work, what do I do? You There's rules against yourself. probably, like, throwing my laptop out the window or just smashing <laughs> it into my own face. Like, that's probably self-harm on Twitter like or on Twitch. I can't do that stuff. Like, I don't know what I would do. To so. be fair. I feel like playing Arena at this point is self-harm on Twitch. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, yeah, Arena in general (laughs) is just self-harm on Twitch. Yeah, I, uh, like I said, I I don't, I don't know what to do if that's, that's not, like, solution. (laughs) I guess I give up. (laughs) Yep. I I will apparently get good, according to Kit, which I don't know how I can get better. I think I just... Learn how to code. And you just recompile the whole game after fixing the bug yourself. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess on that note, um, this is a reasonable sized episode of the show. I hope everybody enjoyed. And for anybody who is interested, you can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. You can be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show. And consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Um, I guess in closing, Pixie, where can people find you? You can find me over at Hyperpixie Gaming on Twitch and Hyperpixie Games on Twitter because of character limits. And I am Lotus of Doom everywhere that I have an account. Uh, so if you don't see Lotus of Doom, it means I don't have an account. Um, you name it, I'll probably be there. Um, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night, guys. Bye. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. 
He hurled it across Tamriel And the heart was heard to shout Red diamond, red diamond The heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond Protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell, and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong, then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.